Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, every day we bring you Did You Hear This? The biggest headlines of the day and some opinion. We'll have that for you right now. It's Did You Hear This? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. New polling is out from Noble Predictive Insights, showing Gallego up almost 10 points in a head-to-head against Carrie Lake. But if Cinema enters the race, who she pulls votes from is quite interesting. When you add Cinema though, into the mix, and let's say it goes to three-way, Gallego's lead actually plummets, dropping to only three percentage points. So it's actually a closer contest with uh, Cinema in the race uh, than it would with her not being in the race. The deadline is fast approaching. Will she run? And if she doesn't, what happens to her cash on hand? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> she's got about $10 million it's, it's cash on hand. <laughs> so I, I think it's, first of all, very interesting in this poll that uh, if Kirsten Cinema runs, she pulls more votes from the Democrat than the Republican, which is interesting because most folks I hear from are Republicans who are saying they'd love to vote for Kirsten Cinema because they like that she's governed, they like some of the stuff she's done from a business perspective, uh, but still would pull votes from the Democrat. Not enough to win, uh, still comes in a distant third. So is, is she going to run? I don't think so. Uh, she she hasn't she has not filed even uh, or gotten even one of the forty two thousand signatures she needs to get to run, and she has to have them in by April first. Uh, she doesn't have a campaign manager. She hasn't done the things that uh, that you would do if you're going to run. So my guess is no, and I, I think she can keep that ten million dollars uh, in her account and use it to help other politicians or whatever she wants. <laughs> Maricopa County Attorney Rachel Mitchell joins you this morning on her decision to not extradite a subject to Manhattan right now. She did say she will eventually and gave a reason why she wants Maricopa to go first. The other thing is, while the other state would not have to necessarily honor our bond amount, and of course our bond amount here is that he cannot bond out. Um, There's no amount of money, but they have to honor the fact that he is sentenced to prison. And so we're going to ensure that it is honored that he is kept in custody and that's one of the reasons we're going first sounds reasonable right yeah, it, it does. Look, normally if it's a murder charge somewhere, I think oftentimes uh, the, the person's going to be extradited and deal with the higher crime first. Here it's two attempted murder charges, so it's also a pretty big crime, and that's what the county attorney was telling us. Uh, th- this isn't just some panty ante stuff. This is real stuff. So uh, I, I think, look, she, he's going to be prosecuted here. Hopefully, if, if it's true, he'll be convicted, and then he'll be extradited to New York to face those murder charges. Uh, but, I, I look, Rachel Mitchell's doing what she think is, thinks is right for the victims here and for the people of Maricopa County, and, and that's what she normally does. All right, it's Did You Hear This? We bring you the top headlines of the day. Uh, What's next? Yale has decided to reinstate SATs, and ABC's Brian Clark has more. Yale says it's reevaluated its test-optional admissions policy that began during the pandemic. The Ivy League school says it realized this policy could inadvertently disadvantage students from low-income, first-generation, or rural backgrounds. Yale is once again going to require scores, but is allowing applicants to submit their advanced placement or international baccalaureate scores instead of the SAT or ACT. 
Is standardized testing a good or bad practice? Well, I think this is funny that Yale and a bunch of the other big colleges said, hey, we're not going to look at these these uh, standardized tests anymore because they thought it provided a huge advantage to wealthier people who could pay for test prep and stuff like that. And then guess what? It didn't. Nope. It was actually providing an advantage to lower income kids who are coming from maybe not the best schools, but they're smart and they're doing well on these standardized tests. So it's, uh, it's fascinating. So now they have to reverse course because really that was the whole idea was how do we uh, figure out a way to get more minority students in uh, without saying we're getting more minority students in. I have no problem with the diverse class. I think it's great. Uh, It should be equal opportunity. And the reason these tests are good is it's it's supposedly going to show the likelihood of success at college. Look, it should be a meritocracy. It should be the best kids get into the best schools based on themselves. I say this all the time. Uh, You you don't see the college basketball teams bringing on a bunch of five, six white guys, right? I mean, they're they're bringing in, they they don't diversify. They bring in the 12 best players or whatever it is yeah. uh, to play. Amazingly, when I was in college, nobody asked me to be on the basketball team, and as much as I wanted what? to. And and that's how this should be. It should be based on merit. There shouldn't be discrimination. Nobody should be discriminated against. We should all have the same opportunity, uh, but it's, it's funny to see Yale have to reverse itself because the outcome didn't quite work out the way they hoped. There was more than 70,000 cell phone outages this morning, and it's raising some questions. We return to our friend Brian Clark. Question now is what caused the problem. Two sources briefed on the situation tell ABC News that the FBI and DHS are among the federal agencies trying to determine if the outages were the result of a malfunction or something more malicious like a cyber attack or hack. So a harmless outage or evil attack. Well, boy, I, I hope it was a harmless outage because if if somebody has figured out how to hack in and turn off our cell phones, forget We're about doomed. forget about the national security implications. My goodness, people will be running around in the walls. They won't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, it wasn't that many years ago that people walked around and talked to each other and looked up and had lunch with their friends, and and yeah. now you just stare at that memorized phone, phone numbers. Oh, I used to do. I had every number memorized. Yeah, me I just, too. I just always had that, and now you don't have to anymore. But boy, oh boy, things have changed. I I hope to, I hope that was just a. An, a mistake and it's not something uh, that's the that's the big worry right we just learned also today China has this entire giant hacking operation it's right. been proven now uh, boy if they could hack in and do something like that that's bad news for the United States and the rest of the world mm-hmm.